Hey guys, welcome to the Awakened to Love podcast, sharing revelation of God's heart for us and who we are as his beloved. My name is Elizabeth and I'm so excited to have you on this journey with me. Well, happy August and welcome to episode two of season two. Today I want to share about a book that is very near and dear to my heart, one that has ministered to me and has been a source of mysterious fascination or fascinating mystery, and that being the Song of of Solomon or Song of Songs. I... In a previous episode, I shared the story of an encounter that I had with the Lord pretty soon after the beginning of my personal relationship with Him, where He had begun to awaken my heart in love to Him, awaken it to His love, and the response that was rising up in me. Um, And if you haven't heard it, I would highly recommend you go back and listen because it's a beautiful story and I pray that you're ministered to through it. But I, ever since that encounter, I've, I've always been drawn to the Song of Songs and even though so much of it has remained a mystery and, and haven't quite in the language of the the popular translations or even just any translation that I could get my hands on. Um, there's so much that still remained cloaked in imagery and, but I just have always felt that there's, there's something so deep there. But upon being introduced to the passion translation, which if any of you listening don't know about the Passion Translation. It is a um, a current translation that's actually being written right now by a man. L- the team is being led by a man um, called named Brian Simmons, and I actually was just listening to the story of what brought him to. Um, the the place where he has has started this this project um, of of translating the Bible it's it's been really fascinating to hear his journey and his story um, but he had an encounter with the Lord where um, just the the Lord had put it on his heart to without without going into the detail of his story. Um, the Lord had put it on his heart to, to bring a translation that spoke to the heart from the heart of God and to the heart of his people. And the book that he actually started with was Song of Songs. And I purchased the, the book because they're still in the process of translating the Bible They've been releasing books one at a time, or some some grouped together, but 
uh, mostly one at a time as as they've completed them. So I got my hands on Song of Songs and I have been so it's like the mystery has begun to be unraveled for me. And so much of of what I had read previously and was drawn to it but but didn't quite grasp. I I'm going through and reading it again and and I I bought the the passion translation quite a number of years ago and every time I go through this book I encounter Jesus. I have been so blessed by the insight that the Lord has given Brian and his team to articulate the heart of Jesus, the heart of the Lord through these eight chapters and the 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 amount of revelation that I continue to receive as I go back through and listen and read through and and journal through and um, there's a, a few parts that I actually wanted to read um, and there's a um, in chapter two um, there's there's just a, f- a few points in in the within the eight chapters that <clears throat> have just ministered to me in a significant way. Um, so in chapter two, I believe it's verse eight, eight through eight and nine, <clears throat> excuse me, it says, now he comes closer even to the places where I hide. He gazes into my soul, peering through the portal as he blossoms within my heart. I know my lover is mine, and I have everything in you, for we delight ourselves in each other. And that part where it says, now he comes closer even to the places where I hide. You know, I think of of all the areas where I'm, so tempted or maybe even more than tempted but my my natural response is that I feel like I have to hide you know because of of shame or guilt or just believing a lie about something and um I just I remember reading that the first time and I mean but still even now reading it it just hits me anew like that's just that reminder of that he comes close to us even to the places where we hide, that he's so close, he's so aware, he's so tender, he's so loving, and um, he gazes into my soul, peering through the portal as he blossoms within my heart. Again, as he blossoms within my heart, how absolutely precious is that? (laughs) That he... I just, yeah, that, that phrasing, that, that poetry is, is just, it's so beautiful. And I guess I'll stop there. And, and for, for those of you that, that are not familiar with or as familiar with Song of Songs, it is a, 
a conversation between the king and his bride and a few places where the friends of the bridegroom or the friends of the bride make a comment or or add something in but it is mostly a a conversation between um the king and his bride and the through the pattern of the book um the the fullness of of the king's expressions are all about how much he loves his bride how much he he sees the perfection in her and there's no flaw but what has been so striking for me especially recently has been coming into new understanding of the journey of the the bride of the maiden where when it starts off it's it's about what what the king gives to her but there's a shift starting in chapter 4 where it begins to you see this maturity coming in her love for him where it then becomes about what she can give him and what she's choosing and and the the yes in her heart and and that has been most recently what has impacted me so much and I I seriously cannot read through <laughs> this book without weeping because I I resonate so much with what is being what is coming from the heart of the bride and recognizing that in my own heart and the journey that the Lord has had me on in the maturing process of my love for him where at first it was a lot about what he gave me and what what he what his love meant and and that's good and that's beautiful you know I even think of of the verse um we love because he first loved us we love him because he first loved us we love him and others because he first loved us that's that's where it it should start and and has to start but the maturing process coming into that it's not just about what you give me lord it's about what i give to you it's my response to you and that um so moving on into further into the book that is that is the parts that that i um have just been standing out to me there's a portion in at the end of chapter 2 where she basically tells him um i'm not ready go ahead and and ascend and go away I'll come away another time. And then chapter 3 start opens with night after night I'm tossing and turning on my bed of travail. Why did I let him go from me? How my heart now aches for him, but he is nowhere to be found. So I must rise in search of him, looking throughout the city, seeking until I find him. And this this next verse just the commitment. Even if I have to roam through every street, nothing will keep me from my search. Where is he, my soul's true love? And then a bit further on, it says, I caught him and fastened myself to him, refusing to be feeble in my heart again. And there is another example of 
scripture speaking the words of my heart where I just so resonate with that in I caught him and fastened myself to him refusing to be feeble in my heart again and just the cry of my heart that I would not be feeble of heart that I would not be wishy-washy that I would not be wavering in my affection in my commitment to him in my surrendering all to him that I will that I refuse to be feeble in my heart again and then moving on to chapter 4 verse 6 I have made up my mind until the darkness disappears and the dawn has fully come in spite of shadows and fears I will go to the mountaintop with you the mountain of suffering love and the hill of burning incense yes I will be your bride how beautiful is that and and just the the yes of her heart to going with him wherever he's at whatever he whatever is on his heart whatever is on his mind saying yes and going with him even to the mountain of suffering love the hill of burning incense yes i will be your bride that is everything in me is just so resounds with that and comes alive to that of of even the reminder of of how my yes to him is actually me saying i will be your bride and how could i want to do anything else or be anything else and then further on in verse 16 it says then may your awakening breath flow upon my life until i am fully yours Breathe upon me with your spirit wind. Stir up the sweet spice of your life within me. Spare nothing as you make me your fruitful garden. Hold nothing back until I release your fragrance. Come walk with me as you walked with Adam in your paradise garden. Come taste the fruits of your life in me. Holy intimacy. (laughs) That is my life verse. And on so many levels, I just, I cannot even (laughs) express the amount of just how deeply this resonates with me. Just this, I feel like my words are so inadequate (laughs) and even trying to describe this, they just, they fall short. The poetry of this, then may your awakening breath blow upon my life until I am fully yours. Your awakening breath, your breath of life, your breath of your presence blowing upon my life until I am fully yours, until there is nothing left in me that is not yours. Breathe upon me with your spirit wind. Moment by moment, every every moment, every circumstance, everything I'm doing, everywhere I go, everything I'm facing, Breathe upon me with your spirit wind. Stir up the sweet spice of your life within me. Sweet spice. That is a that is a, a fragrance and that's a taste. That is such a sensory encounter of 
his life bearing fruit in mine in mine spare nothing as you make me your fruitful garden as you prune me as you cleanse me as you rub off the rough edges as you bring forth the fruit of your spirit in me hold nothing back until i release your fragrance until i smell like you until i sound like you until i look like you come walk with me as you walked with adam in your paradise garden the intimacy and the oneness that adam and eve experienced in the garden before sin entered the world i don't even know that we can fully comprehend what that was like that is what we were created for and that is what we will enter into when we graduate <laughs> into eternity to walk in such close intimacy with him where there will be no nothing barring the way there will be no barrier there will be no hindrance to the fullness of communion with him and intimacy with him come taste the fruits of your life in me and that just speaks of of his enjoyment that he would come to be with me that he would come to dwell with me and that he would taste the fruits of his life that he would taste the fruit taste the evidence of of the work that he has been able to do in my life that he would come and and enjoy the fruit that is being born in my life as I surrender to him as I yield to him as I say yes to him as I choose to be a true bride to him as I come away with him, as I respond to him, as I let him have access to all of me. Then in chapter 5, verses, I think it's 4 through 6, My beloved reached into me to unlock my heart. The core of my very being trembled at his touch. How my soul melted when he spoke to me. My spirit arose to open for more of his touch. As I surrendered to him, I began to sense his, fra his fragrance, the fragrance of his suffering love. It was the sense of myrrh flowing all through me. Again, this intimacy, this intimate relationship of this lover king husband of mine who knows me who knows the depths of me and who reaches into me and unlocks my heart the core of my very being trembling at his touch my soul melts when he speaks to me and that i would arise that i would respond to open for more of his touch for more of his presence as I surrender to him, I sense his fragrance, the fragrance of his suffering love. His love led him to the cross. And it was the joy set before him that enabled him to endure the suffering of the cross. His love was a love that gave all. He gave all of himself to be in union with us, to be in close communion and intimacy with us. I have been pierced through by love, and I will not be turned aside. Again, the devotion, the focus. I read these 
words and I just, my heart responds, God, let this be my life. Let this be the cry of my heart. Let this be, I, I, I choose this. I declare this. I, I have been pierced through by love and I will not be turned aside. I will seek him until I find him. <laughs> and then in chapter 8, there's there's a lot more, but I'll, I'll move to chapter 8, verses 1 through 3. If only I could show everyone this passionate desire I have for you. If only I could express it fully no matter who was watching me, without shame or embarrassment. I long to bring you to my innermost chamber, this holy sanctuary you have formed within me. Oh, that I might carry you within me. I would give you the spiced wine of my love, this full cup of bliss that we share. We would drink our fill. His left hand cradles my head while his right hand holds me close. We are at rest in this love. As I read these verses, I picture this woman with a veil covering her face and this, this longing in her heart. If only I could show everyone and expose and just make it so loud and evident this passionate desire I have for you. If only I could express it fully, no matter who is watching me, without shame or embarrassment. And I think of even just this passionate, intimate love for Jesus that he longs to awaken in his bride. That, that we would show everyone this passionate desire that we have for him that we would express it fully no matter who was watching without shame or embarrassment that we would bring him into our innermost chamber into the holy sanctuary that he's formed within us that this is this is where this is his invitation to live with him in this place that i might carry you within me giving giving you the spiced wine of my love, this full cup of bliss that we share. What incredible ecstasy, this, this delight, this fullness of delight in loving him and being loved by him and that, that overflow then being loving others with that same love sharing and showing everyone this passionate desire and love that we have for him that everything that we do comes from this place of intimacy and and this depth of intimacy that is so intoxicating that is so rich and full and fragrant and and in all of our senses and just this invitation into more that is what I feel when I read this, just invitation into more. Further down in chapter 8, verses 8 through 13. But now I have grown and become a bride. 
and my love for him has made me a tower of passion and contentment for my beloved. I am now a firm wall of protection for others, guarding them from harm. This is how he sees me. I am the one who brings him bliss, finding favor in his eyes. I have grown and become a bride, speaking again to the fullness of maturity. That I walk and I live in bridal love for my king and my husband and the lover of my soul. My love for him has made me a tower of passion and contentment for him, for my beloved. I am a tower of passion and contentment for Jesus because of my love for him, because of of the love that he has been able to awaken in me as I have said yes and as I have yielded to him and surrendered to him. I am now a firm wall of protection for others, guarding them from harm. Again, this speaks to that, yes, it starts with intimacy between him and me, but it overflows into who I am then able to be for others. I am now a firm wall of protection. That is, that is, that speaks of, of solidness, of steadfastness. Guarding them from harm. And this is how he sees me. He looks at me and he sees this. He sees a true bride. He sees a tower of passion and contentment. He sees a firm wall of protection for others. I see in this, I hear in this, him affirming that he trusts me with the lives of, of those around me. I am the one who brings him bliss, finding favor in his eyes. Come quickly, my beloved. So that's a taste of the beauty and the wonder of this book and this this work of translation that is being created right now. I encourage you to get your hands on the Passion Translation. It's on Uversion if you have the Uversion app on your phone. Um, there are there are printed um, hard copies, soft uh, hardcover and paperback at thepassiontranslation.com. Song of Songs was the first one that he did. He's now completed all of the New Testament, Psalms, Proverbs, Song of Solomon, and he's now he's also now completed Genesis, Isaiah, Joshua, Judges, and Ruth. And right now, or at least the last I heard, he was working on Daniel. And their goal is to translate the entire Bible. Um, but yeah, that is a peek into my process and what is ministering to my heart right now. And I pray that you are encouraged and something is awakened in you that 
the truth of his heart and his love for you would resonate deeply and that you would be blessed. Thanks for joining in. I pray blessing over you. I pray covering and a deeper revelation of his love for you. Thanks for taking some time with me. Be blessed and I will see you next time.